This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns and Chad P. BBC, BBC's a government entity, so when you ban a song over there, it's a governmental ban, a governmental censorship. Yes, young man in the Call back. Call on me, please. Yes. What if you wrote a song that mentioned the BBC? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> Cover of the BBC. Yeah. I, I don't know. Class is in. Broadcasting live from our brand new studios on Kepler 22B. That's right. That's we right. wanted to make sure that we were the first radio right. jocks to get up there. That's right. But they discovered that thing on December 5th. That's right. Well, they announced it on uh, right. December 5th. They, they found it a little while back and after the Starbucks was built on it. <laughs> if you don't know what Kepler 22B is, hey, read a book. No, I'm kidding. Um, Kepler 22B is a new planet, yeah. apparently, that is capable of sustaining life. Well, apparently so. Nice, uh, bright, sunny days, 72 degrees. That's right. Temperature. We're there. Yeah, 72 <laughs> degrees. Can you imagine that? Yeah. And uh, we're going to get the first radio show up there. So the inhabitants of Kepler-22B will be fans of rock music. Right. Because I swear, if we don't get in there, Katy Perry's going to take it over. <laughs> and we can't have that. Hey, I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. I got a weird topic for you today. What it's else not is really, new? It's not really weird. It's, 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 just, it's a topic that's been banging around in my head. And it's one of those where I kind of shook it around and I thought, is this thing going to hold an hour? Is this thing going to hold anything? And I, I found that some of these topics that I have in my head like this, they sort of fly better once I get in the studio and and you start sort of throwing in your two cents and they seem to do pretty well. So I'm going to try this one and see what happens. We may crash it halfway through and then just have dead air for 30 minutes, but let's (laughs) see what happens. Trivia question. Okay. What is the largest broadcaster in the world? The largest broadcasting entity in the world. Do you know? Neat little piece of trivia here. What do you mean a broadcasting entity? The like largest like broadcasting, company? yeah, broadcasting company, broad, yeah, entity is a better word. Okay. But yeah, uh, can you do it? You, you'll know the answer when you hear well, it. I'd say Clear Channel. BBC. B- oh, I do know that. Yeah, yeah the yeah, BBC. Yeah, yeah. The British Broadcasting Corporation is the largest broadcasting entity in the world. Now, you would think, no, wait a minute, what about, you know, like in Russia? Not? See, those are all privately owned and broken up. Mm. So it's the BBC because it, is, because it is a government entity. All right. Okay, so what? So what? Well, here's the so what. If in America a song is banned on the radio... It's banned by a public company. Now, you may not like it, but they can still do it. Mm -hmm. You can sit there and scream censorship, but they can still do it. If a song is banned by the BBC, 
it's banned by the government. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, our, BBC our is... Our government? It, well, not our government, but by the British government, oh, by oh. the Crown. Oh, all right. So when a song is banned by the BBC or censored by the BBC, it is a case of governmental censorship. And it really takes on a brand new level of, oh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And it takes on a, a larger level because radio in this country, United States... It's free. Yeah. Just pick it up. Yeah. You know, I know there's satellite radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. But regular radio, traditional radio is free. Sure. Not in the UK. No. You pay a levied tax every year to have the BBC, both radio and television. Are you serious? I kid you not. So not only do you have a government entity giving you this entertainment, you pay a fee to have it. So when the government, BBC, bans a song, it's a governmental ban. It's a governmental censorship. Yes. Uh, question back yes, here in the back. back here in the back there. What if you decide that you don't want it? Oh, You have wait. to pay it. It's a mandated you tax. You got to pay it. You, you got to s- pay it. Oh, yeah. It's like income tax. You got to do it. So uh, there are lists of the songs that were banned by the BBC, and they're rather interesting bannings. We'll start with one of the more interesting ones. The BBC, because it is a government entity, does not allow any product placement, period. What? So if a song has any kind of product placement in it, it can't get played by the BBC. Are you... What? The most famous... I say most famous. There are other ones, and I have a bunch of them here. One of the most famous, I guess, examples of this is the Kinks Lola. The original line was, met her in a club down in Old Soho where you drink champagne and it tastes just like Coca-Cola. La, 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 la. BBC wouldn't play it. They had to go back into the studio and re-record it as, met her in a club down in Old Soho where you drink champagne and it tastes like, like cherry cola. Cherry cola is a product. Well, not as not original as Coca-Cola. Right. So it had to be redone. What's the deal with the brands? Why are you hating on the brands? Well, there's a lot of them, and we'll get into it in more specifics and see if this turkey flies. Here's the Kinks, Lola, and the original Coca-Cola on Rock School. This is Rock School, and we're talking about the fact that the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, or as it's known over there, Auntie Beeb, Auntie Knows Best, as they say. What? Uh, Auntie Beeb, Auntie Beeb, Auntie Knows Best. I got you. uh, Banned by the BBC. BBC is a government entity, so when you ban a song over there, it's a governmental ban, a governmental censorship. Yes, young man in the back. Call on me, please. Yes. What if you wrote a song that mentioned the BBC? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> Cover of the BBC. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, we were just talking about the fact that the BBC will not allow songs to have any kind of product placement. Mm-hmm. However, the BBC is also very concerned about political messages. Oh, goodness. Well, in 1977, it was the jubilee of the Queen. Every 10 years, the Queen, who apparently is going to be Queen forever, I think the woman <laughs> is a cyborg. She yeah, just continues she to be. live on and on and on. Uh-huh. Well, in 1977, it was the Jubilee of the Queen, and in 77, 
God Save the Queen was released by the Sex Pistols, Mm -hmm. and in the lyrics, they refer to her as a fascist regime, Hmm. and on the cover of the single, there was a picture of the Queen, the very famous picture of the Queen, with a safety pin stuck in her nose. Oh, dear. Well, the song was banned by the BBC, Mm -hmm. and there was all kinds of public outrage, and the public obviously can fight back. I have a couple uh, stories in here where the public fought back against the BBC, and the BBC acquiesced and said, okay, we'll play the song. However, there are charts in the UK, just Uh the same as there are charts here. And the BBC, it is believed, has their fingers in those charts. Obviously, there is, I mean, all kinds of research that shows radio is almost always out in front Mm -hmm. of the charts. The Mm -hmm. songs are played on the radio, the charts follow. Well... Even though the song was, in terms of face validity, the most popular song in the entire UK. It didn't make the charts. Well, it made the charts, but it never went to number one. Ah. It died at number two. What was number one, I don't know. It died at number two, and according to the myth, God Save the Queen, even though it was the top-selling single at the time... Never made it to number one. Hands down, it should have been number one. Oh, easily. Even the biggest buffoon should know Sh- that. Yeah, the dumbest guy in the room could see that it should be number one. And, and it's it- believed that Auntie Beeb pulled it back and kept it this from is, being number one. This is cool. This is like conspiracy stuff That's and right. everything. Well, like, number two ain't bad. God save the queen. Rock's cool. God save the queen. Sex pistols uh, here on Rock School. Now we can do stuff like that all day long, right? Yes. We oh, can sure. Write, we can write any song that we want but about we whoever. Can be, but it can be banned. Now you were asking me off mic. What if somebody wrote a song here in the United States that specifically mentions the president and all that? I can give you an example off the top of my head. How about Ohio by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young? Tin soldiers and Nixon. Well, yeah, that referenced Nixon. Well, he specific. Well, Nixon was in office. He specifically said Nixon is responsible for the death of these students at Kent State. That was back in the day, though. I'm talking about I mean, like back to, in the day. Back in the day. You don't think you could write a song today that specifically, you know, attacked President Obama? Let's say a country artist out today, because you you know he's he's very popular with pop artists yeah. today. Let's say a country artist today. I don't know Trace Atkins. I'm just going to pick some guy I know that's very right wing. Mm-hmm. He decides to write a song that specifically just attacks Obama up one side and down the other. Uh, ah, there's a good chance that that song will not get well, played. What's his name? What's the guy who used to do Monday Night Football? Uh, 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 Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. He called over. He likened Obama to Hitler. And uh, even though his song got pulled off of um, Monday Night Football for it, he's still putting out music. He yeah, he's still putting out it. music, but like... Oh, it's he... getting played on the country music charts. The audience will still have it, but it's not getting banned. Or not as bad as them. No, no, that's true. But, <laughs> you know, it's still an audience is out there to get it. BBC is a series of uh, 10 radio stations, six serving uh, BBC regions and numerous others covering local regions in English uh, in England. 
you've heard of them basically number. There's BBC One, mm-hmm. which is new music and popular styles, as mm-hmm. they call it. BBC Two, adult contemporary country soul music. BBC Three, jazz and classical. BBC Four, current affairs, drama, comedy programs. And BBC Five, which is live broadcasting, 24 hours news, sports and talk programs. Then you get into the little tiny, what they call dab broadcasters. That's digital audio broadcast. Okay. And the, some of them are online also. BBC Five is sports. BBC Six is alternative. BBC Seven is comedy and for kids. BBC Radio X One, which is sometimes Radio Eight, and then BBC Austrian Network. So there you go. So There's when, your BBC. So when that Austin Powers movie came out, and right. he had that song, and he's just naming BBC One, BBC, BBC Two, BBC Three. That's how they're. That's how he they're known. He was naming actual stations, actual radio stations. I thought it was Mike Myers being Mike Myers. No, it's that's what they're. That's how they're actually known. See the things that you can learn on this show, folks. Look <laughs> at that, right. ladies and gentlemen. I remember going over and touring uh, BBC and seeing the studios. I think it was for BBC Two. Cool the adult deal. contemporary one. Hello, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. You can get BBC because they repeat out into the uh, into the European nations. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana, where everyone is getting ready to move to Kepler 22B. Yeah, believe it or not, they've uh-huh. got their bags packed. They're standing around waiting for the spaceship. Where is it? Where I is don't it? No. Get us on Facebook. We passed 250. Now we're looking for 300. Do it. Do it. Do it. Like us. You really like us. Back in a minute, Roxical. All right, let me tell you about what I found, and a lot of people said, was maybe the most famously banned song of all time on the BBC. Okay. From 1969, a song by Serge Gainsbourg and Jane Birkin. It's called Je T'aime. Okay, which I believe in in French means I love you. Oh, really? (laughs) It was banned not only by the BBC, but by a slew of other... Uh, countries around the UK. Really? Uh, wow, it and, must be really bad. Well, it's all in French. <laughs> and nobody could even agree on what the interpretation of the lyrics are. So wait a minute. The BBC out of the UK right. banned a French song right. when they didn't even know what the French song was about. I looked it up on... Uh, there's a few websites I like to go to. Song meanings, song facts, because uh-huh. it has a lot of different people saying this is what the song means, this is what the song means. And there must have been like 10 people that spoke French. It means this. No, 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 no. The interpretation is this. Oh, no, no, no. The inflection goes this way. It means this way. And they were... None of them could agree on what the French interpretation of the lyrics were. Okay, so the example that they were throwing around. Right. Did it seem like something that should be banned? Some of you, them and did, some of them no. Did you simply have a couple of blokes that were sitting around going, right. you know, oh, Joe, I don't know what he's saying, but oh, it can't be good. So I, I just thought, oh, I got to get this song. I got to get a hold of it. And I downloaded it. You got a French song? Chad, it's horrible. Is it horrible? It's horrible. Not only did it get banned. You don't went, know what he's saying. It went to number one all over the place. <laughs> Even the Vatican got involved to get rid of the song. It's not so much that the lyrics are terrible, and uh-huh. some of the lyrics are kind of, you know, suggestively dirty. It's just her going, uh, 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 all that kind of stuff. Oh, God, it's just yuck. And we got to play it? It's done. No, we're going to play just a little clip from it. Give him about 20 seconds of it. Okay. Oh, it's just, here, <laughs> just play a little bit of okay. it. We'll be back right. in about 15 seconds. It all sounds right. like this. Okay, here I go.
Now, in the world of radio, only 15 seconds passed, but we actually sat and listened to the whole four and a half minutes of the song. Wasn't that hideous? What was hideous is you're dancing. Oh, yeah. You're, I can, dance. you're knocking yeah. telephones off the hook and everything. Oh, I can bring it. It was okay, it was interesting. Yeah. Now, if you want, go get it. Go get it. Gainsborough and Birkin. You don't have to buy it. Go to, uh, was it, YouTube. YouTube will play you the whole song. Yeah, it, it, it sounded kind of... Right. Yeah. Well, to get us to the bottom of the hour, we're going to play another song that was banned that's a little better to listen to. Here's The Police, Invisible Sun. Uh, it was banned because of the political message that's inside of it. Uh, at the time, Stuart Copeland's hometown of Beirut was being heavily bombed, and the uh, BBC, Anti-Bib, didn't think it was a good idea to play a song about people in a war-torn country trying to find some light at the end of a tunnel. See, I think that would have been one of the best things to do. But here's Invisible Sun, the police. Je t'aime. On Rock School. Je t'aime, je t'aime. Sorry, that's long since passed. <laughs> Welcome to the bottom of the hour. Uh, my name is Joe Burns. I'm Chad Bick. I know, I can't stop thinking about that song. It's in my head. <laughs> what is heard cannot be unheard. This you can't is so ring a bell. bad because what's in my head now yes. are Pepe Le Pew cartoons. Yeah, there you are. That's exactly what it is. I think Pepe actually sang, uh, sang lead on that song. Yeah. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds and we'll get back into songs that were uh, banned by the BBC. Tap your paper square. Monday, December 5th, getting ready for the man with the bag. Uh, Sunday, December 11th, Chad has my Monday go. December 5th, 1968, Graham Nash quits the Hollies, and three days later, he announces the formation of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I'm sure they had nothing to do with one another. Tuesday, December 6th, 1988, Metallica records their very first music video. Do you know what it was? Enter Sandman. Uh, no, it was for the music video one. Are you serious? I kid you not. Hmm. December 7th in 1991, U2's seventh album, pronounced Octon Baby, debuts at number one on the Billboard 200, and it sells 18 million copies worldwide. Thursday, December 8th, 1980, Mark David Chapman shoots John Lennon to death in New York City. Friday, December 9th, just a few years back, singer Mariah Carey reportedly threatened legal action against porn star Mary Carey. You remember right. her? I don't. I think she was out of California. I think so. Sad that I know that. Mariah wanted to stop the actress from trademarking her similar-sounding stage name. Mariah thought that fans could get the two performers confused if the trademark application was successful. Uh, I got them both in my head. No, they're not confusable. No. <laughs> Saturday, December 10th, 40 years ago, during a Frank Zappa concert at the Rainbow Theater in London, the jealous boyfriend of a passionate Zappa fan climbed on stage during Zappa's set and threw the rocker off the stage, broke his leg in several places, sent Zappa nine months in a wheelchair. Can you stand that? Can you guys just control yourself, please? Yeah. Sunday, December 11th, 1985, the Bears release the Super Bowl Shuffle da Bears. by the Shuffling Crew. I love to say, Da Bears. Da Bears. <laughs> and that wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay. There's another reason that the BBC will actually ban songs on their airwaves. Drug use. The Beatles' huh? song, A Day in the Life, was banned by Andy Beeb because it said, found my way upstairs and had a smoke. 
they said that it was because of drug use because it then goes on to say somebody spoke and I went into a dream. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't have been a cigarette. It had to be a spliff. That's what he was talking about. He could have about. just gone upstairs, had a smoke, and went to sleep? No, 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 no. They say it's because of drug use. And the one we're going to play, according to the BBC, Wings song by Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. Hi, 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 actually had the misfortune of having two problems with it. High, 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 according to them, meant a drug reference. We're going to get high, high, high. And then later on in the song, it says, get ready for my body gun. They said that that was sexually suggestive. Hmm. Well, according to Paul McCartney, that's not the lyric. According to Paul McCartney, the actual lyric is, get you ready for my polygon. Oh. (laughs) What does that even mean? Get you ready for my polygon. Doesn't matter. I just don't even think that's the lyric. But but whatever. Hi, hi, hi was enough to get it off the... The uh, original version was in French. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Paul McCartney on Rock School. about the BBC and the fact that when the BBC bans a song or censors a song or does what's known as day-parting a song, moving it to somewhere else so it won't upset somebody, it's actually a governmental ban here on Rock School. Yeah, me, me, me. Yeah. Um, are these decisions made individually or collectively? Is there a top guy there in the is. BBC that there is stands a, there and oh, says, yes. no? Oh, yes, sir. There is a minister. There are ministers over there. Uh-huh. It is a minister of broadcasting, and I'm sure there's somebody specifically in charge of it that makes these uh, decisions. Wow. Now, I told you that there are some times when the audience pushes back mm-hmm. and wins. On December 18th, 2007, this song, it's getting close to Christmas. This song, Fairy Tale in New York by the Pogues. Mm-hmm. Two singers, Christy McCall and Shane McGowan, basically created what has become a Christmas classic over there. The song is again called Fairy Tale in New York, and it's actually a really good song. I mean, you think of, you know, Shane McGowan as a guy with no teeth who's mm-hmm. constantly got a needle in his arm, but this is actually a pretty good song. The problem is there's a scene in the middle of it. It's two people fighting, a man mm-hmm. and a woman fighting, and they're fighting inside of this beautiful idea of Christmas. Right. There's a little section where they begin to trade insults to each other. Uh-huh. You know, you're ugly, you're this, you're that. Well, he calls her, and I can't say the words, but he calls her the S word to a woman that means she likes a lot of men. Following me? Yes. Okay. She, he calls her, or she calls him, the A-word for your rear end. Got it. Got it. Uh, he then uses the word that starts with F, which is a slur against same-sex couples. Oh, got it. Following me. Yep. Okay. Well, the BBC said, oh, no, oh, no. And they quieted the voices during that. Okay. Well, uprising. It was such a popular song that people said, don't you dare do that. And it, people went crazy on it. They, they basically said, we want to hear the words. <laughs> we want to hear the words. And <laughs> they basically said, you can't use that word that starts with F. Mm-hmm. Well, it was discussed that the word that starts with F is not what you think it means. They state, according to Shane McGowan, that it is not 
a slur. Sure. It is Liverpudlian, as in from Liverpool, mm-hmm. Liverpudlian slang for a lazy person. Really? And as he's using it, it is unrelated to the derogatory term that you're thinking of. So the And it was overturned. So the UK-based broadcasting system yeah. banned it on behalf of what it means over here. Not here. Well, yeah. Here from, in the U.S. Right. Because Shane McGowan says, no, over here it means this. That's right. And now when it's played on the BBC, all the words go straight over. Well, you would think that the BBC people would know what that Liverpool slang means, they right? Were, they, were, they were erring on the side of concern. Now, we're going to play the song. We're here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Those songs are all bleeped here <laughs> there you go so here's the song and i'm sorry the words are bleeped because here because here it means exactly that right those words are taken out sorry go ahead let the emails fly but it is a pretty song here's fairy tale in new york shane mcgowan Krista mccall rock school There you go, Pogues, fairy tale in New York. Merry Christmas. I got all my toys for my kids. One shot. Went out for four hours, got them all. Good done. for you. I only bought one gift so far, and it's for my brother who does not listen to the show, so I can say what it is. Good for you. I bought him a cowbell. Oh, I like that. For his drum set. Are you familiar at all with the Eurovision Song Contest as we talk about the BBC? The what? Eurovision Song Contest. My me saying the what should, okay. t- should answer the question. I've actually been in the UK while the Eurovision Song Contest was, contest was going on. Good for you. Here's what it is. It would be great for us to do this here in the United States. 51 different countries have actually competed in this at least once. Yeah. Once a year... Each country that wishes to compete has a a contest within the country Mm -hmm. to pick a song that represents the country. And then, how do you say it? Region-wide. Each country sings their song. Like France will have a song, Germany will have a song, Russia will have a song, Norway will have a song. What song does France sing? Oh, I not Jitem. <laughs> and they will have a Eurovision song contest and a huge a night where there's televoting and statistical voting over the internet to right. pick the number one song. As a matter of fact, it's how ABBA came to prominence. Their song Waterloo won the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm sure there's specific rules that you have to follow, but are the songs picked on sheer music or it, does it depend on what kind well, of show you put it's, on? No, it's voting from the people. All right. It's voting from the people. And, you know, Turkey will put on their song and then Greece will put on their song and it's it's like an entire night of just watching the music be played, and you know what the music is beforehand. Mm-hmm. They're released and such, and and voting goes on. And so you're each, saying each that year they pick a song. It's really a neat thing. I'm going somewhere with it. You're this, saying that we should do this in music as they do like a Miss USA pageant, right? Every state create a song once a year and have a. You know, I don't know, a, a, a state idol, a pop idol. That would be great. You could this win year, that. Oklahoma wins the, the state. This year, Rhode Island. Why not? Well, you know, they could pop one off. You know, you could you could have a, you know, Pennsylvania would one, win one year. I just think that would be a great idea. The reason I'm telling you about that is because one year, their singer, Lulu, 
The song you might know by Lulu, they was, she had a monster hit with To Sir With Love. She had a big hit that won uh-huh. the darn thing. Won it. Okay. It was called Boom Bang a Bang. It was so spectacular. Well, you know, 60s. Boom Bang a Bang. So popular that there was even a show on the BBC named after it. Mm. Well, mm. when the Gulf War got underway. Uh-huh. They banned it. Aww. And in fact, they banned it along with a lot of other songs because yeah. they were afraid of how it would be seen at the beginning of the war. And we'll play it coming out of this break. Hello, WBSD Burlington, Wisconsin. Hello, KLSU Tiger Radio, home of the Honey Badger. He's crazy. Yeah, and he's up for Heisman, Heisman. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man. Will they give it to a defensive player? They might. Normally, nah. it's a point scorer. I, that think gets the, it. I think Richardson or Luck gets it. You're probably right. You're probably right. But it's neat to at least be nominated. It's great to be nominated. It, it's great. Good for him. Good for him. He'll, you know, straight into the pros. Oh, Straight yeah. into the pros. Think he'll be a saint? I hope so. We could use some defensive backing. I don't want to play against him, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. He takes what he wants. Back in a minute. Rock School. Okay, I talked about songs that were pulled off of the air by uh, Auntie Beeb. Auntie knows best, the BBC. Uh, Bang Bang, My Baby Shot Me Down by Cher, Imagine by John Lennon, and Killing an Arab by The Cure were also songs that were pulled off. And the one I pitched while we were doing the long break, Boom Bang a Bang, here's Lulu, winner of the Eurovision Song Contest. Can you believe that? They won the song contest, won in all of Europe, and they still pulled it off the air. Well, how were they supposed to know a war was coming? Uh, They didn't. They didn't. Here you go. Here's Lulu, Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School, talking about Antibib, the BBC, and songs that were banned. I didn't get to it, but I'll tell you about it real quick. There were some songs that were actually banned. They've been nicknamed Death Songs. Death over Songs? In the UK. Yeah. They were taken off the air because the songs were thought to be too nihilistic. Uh-huh. They were thought to be, if people listen to them too much, they might kill themselves. Hmm. Yeah, death well. songs. Tell Laura I Love Her by Ray Peterson uh-huh. and Eve of Destruction by Barry Maguire. Huh. Now, it wasn't completely banned. It was just put on a restricted list. They thought okay. it was too bad. People were going to you know, kill themselves. Do you have any more that deal with the product placement? Because that's kind of what launched us in the first place. And that's the one I can understand banning a song over death, banning a song over war, and banning right. a song for bad-mouthing the queen. But banning a song because it has, you know, Lazy Boy in it? I got two more. Okay. Uh, Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Oh, come on. They it's a actually, magazine. No, they actually re-recorded it trying to suck up to the BBC. They re-recorded it as the cover of the Radio Times. Oh, come on, dude. It was worth a try. Nah. And the one we're going to finish on, Which and one? I'm only finishing on it because you went, ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> so we'll finish on it. And I know what it talks about. Come Together uh-huh. by the Beatles. What does it say? What's the what's the one it pushes? Talks about Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola uh, we started on Coca-Cola with the Kinks. We'll end on Coca-Cola by the Beatles. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Auntie Beeb knows best. Class is dismissed. Bonne écoute.